Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. This meeting is being recorded. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. Well, 2022 had been an interesting and trying year. I mean, we've seen Christianity attacked in this nation like never before. We've seen politicians just basically surrendering the sovereignty of this nation. We've seen natural disasters on a scale that some say hasn't happened for hundreds, if not thousands of years. But for believers, this is not a time of doom and gloom. Far from that. We are told by Jesus in Luke 21, 28, that when these things begin to take place, look up for your redemption's drawing near. Amen. With all that's happening, wouldn't it be nice to have a peek at what's going to happen in the next year or so? It takes someone with a special gift from God to be able to do that without sounding like a soothsayer or a nut job, right? It takes someone anointed by God with this gift to lay things out in a logical format. And that's what our guest will be doing today. Our guest today is Pastor Bill Jenkins of the Destinyland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Every year, he releases a new book titled The Prophetic Almanac. If you ever heard of the Farmer's Almanac, well, the Prophetic Almanac is the spiritual equivalent that will release a spiritual vision for your personal life, and it gives you a, a prophetic forecast for our nation. Amen. Pastor Bill Jenkins is a 1991 graduate from Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas, my old stomping grounds for a few years. He's been in ministry for over 30 years. He also has, has had his own television program on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. He's hosted Praise the Lord program a few times as well. He's written numerous books and has become known as a modern-day apostle of God with a prophetic voice. He and his wife, Britton, work extremely hard to release the message of hope into our world, and a very needful word for such a time as this, I might add. Pastor Jenkins takes some of the toughest passages of Scripture and explains them in a practical and interesting way. He is quickly becoming the go-to guy when it comes to biblical interpretation. And he also has a, a program on our evangelism radio station and has had it for several years. His program runs Monday through Friday, 10 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And every year, about this time, I ask Pastor Bill to come back on and share with us his insights from the Word of God as he talks about the newest release of the Prophetic Almanac as it relates to the upcoming year. And that's what we're talking about today as we leave a very hectic and chaotic 2022 behind and are moving forward into 2023. Help me welcome back to the program, Pastor Bill Jenkins. Pastor, thank you for taking the time to come visit with us today. Oh, thank you so much. I always love being with you. Love your heart. Love what you're doing for the kingdom. You make such a difference in the kingdom of God. And so I just love to have this opportunity. It's one of the interviews I always look forward to because I, I know that you're going to ask some good questions and I know uh, you're going to always do a great job. And so I uh, just love your heart and love being with you today. I appreciate that. But Pastor, for those that may be new to the program and had not heard our interviews before, can you just share briefly in your own words, who is Pastor Bill Jenkins? 
Wow. Well, I've been in ministry for 30 years. Uh, we uh, had a ministry in Indiana for uh, 27 of those years. And then I decided to just uh, move to California, take my family, start a new church. I needed a new challenge. I needed something fresh and different. And so we moved out to California, started a church called Desland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California. It's about 30 minutes from L.A. But me and my wife have been married 24 years. This year we'll be married 25. We have three Praise boys, God. 22, 20, and 18. So pray for us because parenting doesn't get easier. Parenting gets harder the older they get, you know. And so <laughs> uh, I love to write books. I've written 17 in to total. Mm. And um, we just do whatever we can to reach out to people, reach out to the community, get the gospel out there, share the word in such a way that can help people and make a difference in their lives. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. And I can tell you that this, I use the term boomerang child because my kids left and came back and then left and came back. (laughs) (laughs) Has that happened yet? (laughs) Well, I have one that's gone, but he comes back an awful lot. So, uh, you know, uh, he hadn't moved back in yet, but that might be a possibility. So he's trying to hold out as long as he can. But uh, yeah, Yeah. we just, uh, you know, we love being parents, but it's work. It's hard. You know, they're not easy about it. I tell these uh you know, couples with these younger kids enjoy it because once they get older, it won't get better. It's going to get yeah. worse. And so yeah, my, my uh, wife you never and I stop talk being about, a dad. You never stop being a mom. And so it's right. a lot of work. And, and being a grandparent is great because when you get tired of them, just send them home, you know? And so. <laughs> I want to know what that is someday. <laughs> well, my wife, you know, because, you know, all we got seven grandkids and, uh, you know, we, we enjoyed them and all that. And, and then they grew up you know, and moved away. We got one out in California right now. And, uh, you know, she says, they never talk to us. They never call us that often. They don't come over. And I said, it's called growing up, you know, I mean, it's, it's just what you you go through, but how long have you been publishing the prophetic almanac? Well, this is actually our 10th year. We've been talking about it for over uh, 15 years when the Lord Mm -hmm. gave me the insight and revelation, because I had such a desire to know God in a different way. I sort of got bored with all the old college ways of studying the Bible, and I needed something different. And so the Lord began to teach me about the colors and the names and the places Mm -hmm. and the people and the numbers of the Bible in order to open up my study to give me another way to look at the word and to sort of dissect it, to create a vision that can be released every year. So this is our 10th year that we're publishing. We started back in 20. uh, 15, 2014. And so we're just excited about getting this out there. We're excited that now even Walmart has picked up our books. Uh, Praise God. And so uh, we're excited about uh, Barnes and Noble and all of these big places. Now, anywhere books are sold, you can get this book. And so it's really come a long way. We're really excited about it to get the word out there in the marketplace. Amen. Amen. So before we get into 2023, let's just recap a bit from 2022. Uh, last year on a program, you said there's going to be things exposed that have been kept secret for ages. Did that happen this year that was referenced in your 2022 edition? Yeah, there was really, um, you know, three things that revolved around that number 22. It was getting your house in order and how if you didn't get your house in order, 
that there was going to be some things that, uh, you know, came out. So you see it publicly, you see it politically, and you see it privately. You know, everything doesn't always have to be like the big boom. You know, it doesn't have to always be, uh, you know, the spectacular. It's always supernatural, but it's not always spectacular. But, you know, you can see in the pulpit, in politics, people who didn't want to reveal different things, who were hiding things. They got exposed in different areas. And so when we talked about 2022 in the Bible, it was really about getting your house in order. It was about getting uh, your marriage uh, to a better place and proving your marriage. And it was about Amen. the Holy Spirit. So 22 really revolved around those, those those three things. So we saw where the Holy Spirit really moved to expose, to reveal, to comfort, to lead, to guide all the seven things the Holy Spirit does. We saw that in action. We saw specific things go on with different people that I mentioned uh, even in uh, the book. And then the neat thing is like, even when we mentioned people, even when we mentioned places, you can see some of those places really came uh, you know, to the forefront in the news as uh, different things were happening, different things were exposed, different people were sort of uh, highlighted throughout the year. And so we always challenge people. One of the best things you can do is I give you prophetic days. And on those prophetic days, go back and Google them. You know, it's always God and Google now, right? So we got to go to God first, but then we go to Google second. Amen. And Google those dates. When you Google those dates, it's the best way to hold me accountable for the prophetic word I'm releasing. Because it's there you can see on those specific days, different events, different things occurred or happened, took place that went right along with the vision that we released for 2022. So I dare people, I encourage people, you know, I want people to go and to Google those dates, check those things out, see the top news stories of that day and see how they connect with the vision for 2022. That way you can hold me accountable. You can see that I'm not just throwing things out, but we're actually giving you things that are happening and really being unveiled in our daily lives. Amen. Amen. So true. And and I can't remember if we discussed anything last year related to the Supreme Court hearing on abortion that was handed down. Did you have something along those lines included in the 2022 edition? Yeah, a lot of those things were about getting back, getting our house in order. So that was, you know, there's literal you know, statements. It's almost as if some of the Supreme Court, when they wrote, wrote their brief, Um, actually took words out of my book. I'm not saying that they did. I'm saying, but those little sentences out of there, getting back, you know, to some of the things that we probably never thought we would ever get back to in America, you know, Um, getting back to our roots, laying a better foundation. Um, You know, uh, when uh, Roe versus Wade was legalized, you know, back in the 70s, we never probably thought, most people never thought, Christians never thought that it was going to be reversed. Well, you know, I know there's different state laws and all of that, but what a decision, man, for the Supreme Court to stand up, declare that. I know the uh, people who are for abortion, uh, boy, they just, you could see them scurrying and you could see them running around. You could see them trying to figure out some kind of solution, but it was a miracle what the Lord did and used the Supreme Court to do it, to establish and reestablish some laws in our land that should have never uh, right. been legalized Amen. to begin with. And so I think it's a wonderful thing. We're seeing, um, you know, like I said, our house is getting in order. 2022 was a year for us to do that. Now it's always a year. It's always a day to do that, yeah. but we really have to focus in on those things. And I think in the midst of the chaos, 
we sometimes focus in on all the negative stuff when really we forget there's a lot of positive underlying stuff. And if God doesn't come out and take you out of the fire, he'll come in the fire with you. But either way, God won't leave you alone. And there was a lot of amazing things that happened in 2022. Yeah. Amen. That's for sure. You know, one of the things I remember from last year, you shared how the majority would echo what the popular sayings were, the news and others that that they deemed would be appropriate, and that anyone who raised a concern or took a traditional Christian stance would be attacked. I think we can say we've seen that come to pass this year like never before. Do you agree? Oh, I mean, you know, anymore, you know, it, it, it's almost against the law to be a Christian. You know? And so yeah. if we stand up, if we speak out, if we finally realize that silence isn't golden and speak out about things, they don't like it. Um, But we have a voice. This is still America. You know, if uh, the naysayers won't be quiet, then we have to be people who aren't quiet. We have to speak up and speak out. We have to understand how important it is to let our voices be heard. We may get mocked. We may get ridiculed. We may, uh, you know, find our place where we're losing friends instead of gaining friends. But that's not why we're here. We're here to take over. We're here to speak the word. We're here to do our part to, you know, sort of be that salt and light to make a difference in the land. And so uh, we can't be intimidated. We can't back down. We can't be people that, you know, are echoes. We have to be voices. And sometimes like John the Baptist, when he was a voice in the wilderness, uh, you know, people didn't like him. They rejected their godsend. John was a uh, a godsend. He was a man sent from God whose name was John. And we could take out the word John and put your name in there, put my name yeah. in there, put the hundreds of thousands of people's names in there. Well, we cannot allow our voices to be silenced just because there's people who are making noise wanting us to be quiet. So I believe these are the days when we've got to speak up. We got to speak out. We can't be uh, silenced by folks who don't like what we're saying, because what we're saying is right. It's always been right. It is right. And it always will be right. So the gospel doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that's the philosophy and attitude we as Christians need to have. I'm not looking to offend anybody, um, but you know, I'm also not looking to just sit there in silence, twiddle my thumbs and do nothing while I see the country that I love, that I was born and raised in, uh, go to hell in a handbasket sometimes because nobody wants to speak up. I don't even think abortion should have been legalized to begin with. I think what the church did was they went to their church buildings and prayed instead of getting out there and doing something. Uh, Maybe if we had radio stations like, uh, you know, your radio station and people like you and me uh, who weren't afraid, maybe some of these things that were instituted uh, would have never had to be reversed. But, you know, all I can do is control the day that we live in. And so I just encourage the church to not back down from the truth. When you got truth on your side, you don't have to back down. You don't ever have to be intimidated. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, as you were talking, it reminded me of my calling. My calling into the ministry was from Ezekiel chapter two and chapter three. And the part about God said, I'm not sending you people of a hard language whose speech you don't understand. So I sent you to them. They'd listen. I'm sending the people of your own nation. They don't want to hear what you have to say. He said, but don't be worried about what their looks are and all that, because I've made your head harder than their foreheads. Mm -hmm. And that worked for me because I've always been called a hard head growing up. So, (laughs) I mean, it was God speaking to me. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. We can't be worried about what people think. We can only declare what the word of God says. Amen. Yes. Be God pleasers, not man pleasers. Exactly. Now, I know last year 
you discussed how the border would become a central issue, not just for the South, but for the country. And that wasn't happening. I mean, the, the border was an issue, but it was all the, the local communities along the border itself that was being affected. But we've seen what you said last year come to pass as the illegal immigrants were being sent inland to all the various cities in America. What has God showed you concerning this for 2023? Well, I live in California. I'm less than an hour and a half from the border myself. And so it's funny, you know, you hear all these people on the TV and these politicians and they have their own opinions. It's funny to even hear people in California who are more against the border than politicians in Washington. Uh, You know, and when I say more against it, I'm talking about they don't want people to come in illegally. Uh, You know, some of them worked hard to get here to get here legally, and they don't want to see the borders just open and let anybody come in because they know that can be disastrous for our country. So it's real. I have amazing insight because of where we live uh, to really garner some information that's really mind boggling to me because we think of California as, you know, the left or, you know, uh, we, we, we think of them as a liberal state. And there are liberals, don't get me wrong, but man, in Southern California, where I'm at and this whole uh, big uh, sort of area that I live in, I'm telling you, man, you got more people standing up for what is right, declaring things that you'd probably be surprised with out there on the East Coast that people are standing up here for that our politicians aren't standing up for. And we got to be careful. You know, we are a free and open society. We want people to come in. That's the way we've always been. But the bottom line is we have to be careful letting just anybody in. There's a process. People don't like process. They don't like it, that it takes more time than it should sometimes. And I think that, you know, that's just the whole nature of our society. We want fast food. We want this done quick. We don't want to wait. We were in, we are impatient. And so I just, uh, you know, I think it's not good for our country. It's not a political statement. This is something that, you know, I think as the people of the United States of America, we have to be careful. We've seen things happen in the past. We've got to be careful. You can't just go to any other country. How can you just come in here without being checked? And so when I put that in the book, boy, it stirred some things up in some people. You know, people don't like, you know, when you start touching on sensitive subjects. But the bottom line is you saw it come to pass. Uh, Our borders have never been more open. We're just letting people come in. We're giving them free passes. And, uh, you know, I don't mind all of the, you know, legitimate people coming in. But what I do mind is just anybody coming in without being checked, without, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of like when somebody gets free from prison. Um, I developed a program for the the city of Indianapolis, where when people got released from prison, they had to have a place to go to. They had to have a job. They had to have certain things in place. We can't just leave open-ended things. We have to make sure that we are going through the process of life. Process is important, whether we like it or not, whether things that we want to happen take longer or not. And so it's just part of our country. It's part of the nature of God, by the way, to go through a process in order to achieve a means to an end. It's not just going out there and get whatever you want, whenever you want it. And so it's in the process. You know, God could meet any and every one of our needs right now, stamp up his finger. He could heal everybody in the world. But sometimes it's what we go through that makes us who we are. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's definitely not a popular subject people want to talk about. But it's interesting where I'm at in California, how many people, um, you know, would believe like you and me that, you know, we're not against people, but come in the right way. Don't just come in. And, uh, you know, there's no accountability. People don't want accountability. They don't want it coming across the border. They don't want it in our churches. But there has to be accountability or you're going to have chaos, 
confusion and disaster. So that's what we're trying to avoid when we speak up and speak out and some say some of these things and declare these Amen. things prophetically out of our mouths. Yep. Amen. Amen. I mean, we understand from the book of Romans that the wages of sin is death. Has the United States come to the point where basically payday is here? Is 2023 going to be a year of reckoning? I, I, I've been telling people that it's like you're listening to every message I'm preaching on Sunday. I think that, <laughs> you know, um, this is a year when you're going to see the judgment of God begin. Now, remember, the Bible says judgment's going to hit the child of God before the sinner. It's going to hit the church before it hits the world. And so we're already seeing that happen, yeah. uh, you know, where you're seeing things go on. Uh in our world. And, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. If you sow it, you're going to reap it. It could be good or bad. And so don't be surprised if there's things that happen as a result of the things that you've sowed. That's a law. It's not going to change. The law of gravity is going to work whether you're a Christian or a sinner. The the law of sowing and reaping is going to work whether you're a Christian or a sinner. And so, um, you know, these laws are put into place. They're unchangeable laws that, you know, really you're going to get out what you put in. If you put nothing in, you're not going to get anything out. You put something in, you're going to get something out. And so I think this is a year when God is really beginning the process of judgment to fall uh, upon those who, um, you know, have not carried their weight, done their job, walked in obedience, uh, closed that gap in their relationship between them and the Lord. And so I'm not trying to scare anybody, but the bottom line is this is a year of judgment. This is going to be a year when you're going to see judgment released upon people. And I believe, you know, uh, I I have three boys, right? They're in college. And and, uh, the funny thing is they have their little sayings, you know, like, uh, on the texting. And I don't even know what they are. I got to ask. So one day my, my son sent me a text and he said, SMH. And I'm like, SMH, what is that? You know? And I asked him later, I said, what do you mean by SMH? Is that some kind of bad word or something? What's going on? And he said, no, it's shaking my head. And I thought to myself, boy, there's going to be a lot of people in 2023 that are going to be shaking their head in amazement at what God does both good and bad, both in yeah. blessing and in judgment in 2023. Amen. Yeah, that is so true. Amen. Amen. You know, I remember last year on the on this recording, you warned that there was going to be natural disasters on an unprecedented scale, and we've seen it happen. What does 2023 hold in store along for us along those lines as well? Well, here's the thing. When you look at the number 23 in the Bible, it's only mentioned five times. And so when you break it down and really get into it, you see that um, it revolves around authority. Judges chapter 10, verse 2, there was, uh, uh, the Bible said that he judged for 23 years. Um, and so it's a year of authority where you're going to have to learn how to be under authority. You know, you and me came from a, a generation where you understood you had to be a good follower before you were able to be a good leader. Amen. Now everybody just wants to be a leader. Look what happened recently in our House of Representatives. I mean, it's a joke that we're having all of this infighting between a, you know, uh, a party that's in the majority. Um, Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be happening. We're having 15 different votes to get one shepherd. And this is the year of authority where if you don't learn how to walk in authority, you'll never be a person of authority. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible also talks about when we read in Second uh, Kings uh, 23, the Bible talks about Joaz and how he was 23 years old when he reigned. The word vicenarian, it's V-I-C-E-N-A-R-I-N-A. Just do me a favor later on and look it up in your Webster's, you know, like right here on your phone. Mm-hmm. You won't find that word. Um, ask Siri. 
to tell you what that word means. She won't tell you what it means because she doesn't know what it means. Google, thank God, knows what it means. But Vicenarian is somebody in their 20s from 20 to 29. And I believe this is a year when you're going to see sort of a changing of the guard and you're going to see some younger people begin to step up, take that torch like Joshua did for Moses and really begin to run with it. You know, the Bible said your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see the visions. So I believe this is a year you're going to see a coming together of the young and the old in the church. And I believe the young men are going to help the old men to see those dreams they've been believing for for a long time to come to pass in their life. So a vicinarian is anybody from their 20, 20, beginning of 20 to 29. So you're going to start hearing that word. So mark that down to hold me accountable next year. Vicinarian. You never heard that word probably. It's not in Webster's Dictionary. Siri doesn't know. So if you got on your phone and you said, hey, Siri, what's a vicinarian? She doesn't know. But I'm telling you right now, by the end of the year, you're going to hear that word because people in their 20s are going to rise up in 2023. And I believe they're going to really do some great things. It's also a year of briefness where you're going to see people who um, are going to start out in a position, but that position will not last long. It was going to be temporary, not permanent. Remember, the king that reigned He uh, reigned for three months, 90 days. He's 23 years old. And the Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 36 that Joaz was 23 years old when he began to reign, but he only reigned three months, 90 days. You can't get nothing done in 90 days. And so it's a year of briefness where you're going to see things cut short, either because of people's individual sins, things get found out. Look for this uh, one guy from New York uh, who, um, you know, uh, did a bunch of things that he should have done, told a bunch of lies that he shouldn't have said, got elected. Now he's in the House of Representatives. Look for him that maybe be one of those guys who uh, has a brief term, but it's also across the board. If you're not doing things right, if you're not connected to the Lord, God is going to remove you. Remember, those branches are going to be cut off. God is going to prune you. Um, and uh, there's going to be a lot of pruning going on in the church. And so it's a year of healing. We talk, we think about in, in uh, First Chronicles, the Bible talks about the land of Gilead. We, we connect Gilead with healing. So it's a year of healing, emotional, physical, marital, financial healing. And then it's a year of blessing in Esther chapter eight, verse nine. It talks about that number 23. And so I believe that this is a year of blessing. Everybody thinks that Esther was just destined to be blessed, but they forget where she came from. She's an orphan. She didn't have the best shot at life. She didn't have all the luxuries that some people have, but yet God found a way. Come on now. God found a way to make sure she got connected to the right people to rise her up to the top. And I believe even for you and for others that are listening to this program right now, that God is going to do just that. The cream's going to rise to the top in 2023. So get ready. I believe it could be the best year of your life when you stay connected to the Lord. Amen. Amen. That is so good. Amen. Praise God. Now, Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for this portion of this great interview with Pastor Bill Jenkins. We're discussing his prophetic almanac for 2023. Like I said at the beginning, every year I ask Pastor Bill to come on and share insights of what the Lord has shown him, put on his heart of things that's going to happen this year and fulfillment of Bible prophecy and, and you know political events and natural disasters and, and just different economic things happening. All 
over the United States. And this isn't a gloom and doom type of thing. You can, I know from past experience, you could take his almanac each year, and as you go through the year watching the evening news, say, hey, wait a minute, I just heard something about that, and check it off. I mean, you can actually use it as a checklist. And, and as he has said repeatedly, you know, see how he does. Because I know from past experience, you know, we've been doing this five years now, something like this, he is spot on every single year. So you need to drop down the show notes, click the links right there, order his prophetic almanac for 2023, and be sure to come back for the conclusion of this episode in the very next episode coming up because he's getting into some good stuff now, and we'll we'll be talking more about that next time. Till then, this past about reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.